Stefan Kinsella. There's something wrong with the idea of the state granting monopoly privileges. So they started calling it a property right in intellectual products or ideas. Anytime the state uses power to harm people, I think it's very important that we break it down and say, is this really something we should accept? You know, is it a violation of property rights? We made it to a second episode and they said it wouldn't last. Shane Whistler. I think personally that nothing is more important to the liberty movement than philosophy. Why do we think a certain way? What is the nature of man? What conclusions does that lead us to? And, you know, those conclusions, luckily for us, happen to be that liberty is the best way to go. Dan Johnson. So imagine being hauled off to Gitmo because you believe in liberty or because you believe in freedom or because you like limited government. It's a lot easier to influence things, especially if you have an enthusiastic group, especially if you have the organization and the tools the Panda provides. Christopher Robin Zimmerman, better known to me as CRZ. I think we have the right message at the right time. Ron Paul was so great. And even though he was doing it from within the Republican Party, once you reach a certain age, you just stop giving a crap. And I, I feel like I, I'm almost there already, so I, right, I'm, really, I'm, 30, really right. gonna, I'm really afraid of what I'm going to be like in 30 or 40 years. Daniel McAdams. I had my eyes open to a degree. And I also had my eyes open to Ron Paul. I was not particularly political and didn't follow politics very much. But I kept reading one congressman writing some really great articles about what was happening in the Balkans. And I knew he was absolutely spot on because I was sitting there in the middle of it. I always wanted to meet him when I got back. And I had the chance to do that and more. So I've been very, very lucky. You seize the day. I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm just drinking apple juice and going on a rant. So, hey, Glenn Jacobs. Libertarian societies have not collapsed. Even anarchic societies have not collapsed. They've been taken over from the outside. But there are occurrences in history or examples in history of societies that basically didn't have governments. And uh, Iceland and Ireland, and they survived for hundreds of years. That's why I do this podcast when the S, quote-unquote, does hit the fan that we can provide at least some of those explanations and hopefully a better path, a better philosophical way to go about things. Dr. Mark Thornton. You know, Lou Rockwell doesn't allow me to smoke cigarettes. He sure as heck not going to allow me to smoke marijuana in the Mises Institute. It's just What a curmudgeon. I mean, come on, loosen up, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> if we just allow the market to work and we just allow people to put whatever substances in their body that they choose, the market will find ways to regulate and regulate where that drug use takes place and result in a lot less violence. Chris Brissini. Like a spark lit up and I couldn't take it anymore. I decided, you know what, I don't know what road I'm going to take, but I'm going to take a road to start sharing the stuff that I learned. And once I committed to it, I started to then be aware of perhaps some opportunities around me. And it's the job of you and I and everybody out there doing things like us, Bob Wenzel, Lou Rockwell, so many people now with the internet, and to point out that there is another way to think about things. With our foreign policy and our general philosophy overall, there's another way and it can change. Brian McWilliams. A bit of whiskey and a bit of Ron Paul talk, and I think that's how we kind of all got to One way or another, it does all come back to the whiskey. John Odermatt, better known to me as Odie. You know, you were bringing up some some crazy ideas I'd never heard of before, like, you know, a Republican that was anti-war and 
and all that good stuff. So uh, I was, uh, you know, pretty, you know, taken aback and never heard of that before. But, uh, you know, enough Jim Beam and it opened up my mind. And Fran says, it's one of these things that we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. No pun intended. <laughs> Funny guy. Just like whiskey a politician. Whiskey chat candidate right there. <laughs> is, he, is he in a whiskey chat? Why is he making these pun jokes? That, these pun jokes are reserved for whiskey chats, guys. Come on. Dr. Walter Block? I once shook hands with Lord Foundations and I never watched that hand. <laughs> Be careful shaking hands with Dr. Block. Uh, well, I smell a little bit, but uh, you can channel me just for me. Hunter Lewis? When government gets rotten, and when these deals are made between government and big business and big finance and big labor and big laws, like I said, that changes the picture. I mean, that really thwarts the efforts of the average person to get ahead. That creates an economy in which nobody can get ahead. It's absolutely essential that we make the important distinction between capitalism, real free markets, and crony capitalism, or fascism, as it's better known. Roger Stone. Of those involved in the plot to kill John Kennedy, those being the CIA, organized crime, and, of course, Texas oil, not to mention Lyndon Johnson. I think that both Dr. King and Robert F. Kennedy were killed to further cover up the murder of John Kennedy. Power for the sake of power. I mean, that's what defines a lot of these people, what defines why they are sociopaths, why they are psychopaths. Julie Borowski. Most of our videos are ridiculous. I've done some really kind of just stupid stuff, to be honest. I had a trans fat video recently. I just stuffed my face with donuts. Yeah, it's ridiculous, but it gets people to laugh. And they're like, hey, maybe this girl, she's crazy, but she might have a point. You can just start making YouTube videos out of your apartment, finding funny and interesting ways to convey ideas to others. You can be like Chris Rossini. He just made himself known to Robert Wenzel, who runs that site, started helping out any way he could, offering his assistance. And eventually he translated that into a role producing The Robert Wenzel Show. And now he's contributing his writing to several websites, the Ron Paul Institute and our very own website, Lions of Liberty. Hey, you can be like me. (laughs) John Whitehead. They're forcibly taking blood DNA samples in some states from people. They just pull them over to make them do it. The Supreme Court actually upheld that, by the way. Police can now forcibly take DNA from you when you're arrested, even for a misdemeanor. I still found myself at a complete loss for words several times. Now I'm supposed to go get a new phone tomorrow, and the new iPhone has this fingerprint scan. I don't think I want a fingerprint scan on my iPhone. I don't think I need someone having access to that. (laughs) 